Hey, dear listener, Anthony here. Before we hop into the show, I wanted to let you know about an incredible new resource we just released, The Five Rules of Investing. Dan and I are huge advocates of modeling the behaviors of the people who have done what you hope to do. And who better to model when it comes to investing than legendary investors like Warren Buffett, Howard Marks, and Ray Dalio? This free ebook breaks down the simple time-tested strategies of billionaire real estate investors that you can use to take your investing to the next level. So head over to InvictusMultifamily.com and grab your ebook today. All right, now let's hop into the show. And welcome to Multifamily Investing Made Simple, the podcast that aims with all its heart and soul and desire that it can muster to take the complexity out of real estate investing so that you can take action today. Today, we're going to talk about something a little bit different. We're not going to, well, we might talk about real estate, but we're going to talk about what if, it always comes into the picture somehow, but we're going to talk about if we had to start all over from the very beginning, take away all our, our, our trappings of success, all our businesses, uh, our houses, everything. We had to go back to square one zero. What would we do next? So Dan, what would you do? It's a big question. It's big. big Super question. big. So um, in my mind, I'm kind of backtracking like, maybe like seven years or so, like just out of college, work in the corporate world before any of the entrepreneurial stuff started for me. Like how would I how would I go about getting to where we're at today, having known the experience? You have all your still. Let's let's lay the groundwork. Do we have our same skill set that we currently have? We're, like we're like undercover billionaire, it was like just taking away the money, and we have to start again, or are we idiot like eighteen year old us? Well, I don't think us being idiots would provide value. So I'm thinking <laughs> of this like uh, you know, what if we had all the knowledge and experience, okay. but we go like back, that. we had no properties and we had no money and we had to start from scratch. Like, what do we do? Let's do it. Um, because I think that's probably um uh, more valuable for people. So what yep. I would do is uh and I'm just gonna give like one thing that I would do, which I think is one of the biggest things, and I'll let Anthony dive in with more here. But uh the one thing I would do is start uh calling people going on meetings and getting into uh, the rooms with the people that are operating uh, where I want to be operating. So in our instance, we are real estate guys. We buy multifamily properties. We have investors come into those deals and it's it's a great little business. So uh, to get that business as big as possible, as quick as possible, I would immediately start uh, getting in front of uh, all the brokers that are out there, making it known what I'm looking for and uh, get that on their radar. Uh, I would try to get in front of as many sellers as I can, as many lenders, and as many potential investors and basically all the people involved in the thing, I would just start networking hard before I did anything else. That's a good one. I didn't even think about that. So I guess for me, I go, if you took away everything right now and I'm like, I got to start from ground zero. First thing I'm probably doing is moving in with my parents or Hmm. somebody close. I'm going to like cut my, I'm going to cut my living expenses down to zero. And then I'm going to lean into the skills that I currently have to start making as much money as quickly as possible as I can. And the two skills that I know I can do is like, I know I can copyright and, and do digital marketing. And so I would go to all the local businesses that I could find. I'd just walk in there and I'd just be like, here's what I can do for you. And I would start making money and getting it in the door. Cause once you have some money, then you have some breathing room. And from there, 
I would then start looking at the real estate. How do I get into this? Because first, real estate's expensive. And it's really hard to buy real estate until you have a, at least a little bit of money. And so the first first part of that for me would be getting the cash flow machine going that I can then use to dump into the the real estate. And if I really, if I depends on how badly I wanted it, but I might even start like doing some crazy things like fixing flips just to get those quick pops of cash. Because if I'm already at zero, I got nothing to lose. Might as well gamble it and see if I can double or triple my money in like a year. And at which point then I can start scaling bigger and bigger and bigger. But I like that networking answer. I think that's a really good one, actually, because you can't take away a guy's network. Yeah, but you also bring up a good point that uh, the capital is essential. And so in those early days when you're just starting, it's very rare that you're going to find a lot of capital partners chomping at the bit to work with you on your first deal. And so I kind of forgot about that component. So myself, uh, you know, if I go back and answer this again, in addition to doing that networking stuff, I would also start uh a self-employed hustle of some kind to generate uh, capital. And so Anthony mentioned, you know, his key skill sets, how could he go out and provide that to the world and, and, and uh, turn that into some money in his pocket? I would suggest that, uh, you know, anyone else listening to this do the same. And for myself that I'd look at my skill sets and just kind of audit myself and say, okay, what can I do that I'm talented at that other people might pay me to do? Cause I don't want to go and get a job where I'm going to be tied down from nine to five. That's going to suck oh, everything. So what I want to do is something that's, that's flexible where I'm doing it for myself. And, uh, you know, basically it's a lot of that stuff might kind of look like consulting early on. So, um, yeah. I was a nutrition coach for uh, many years. I was one of my first side hustles. I could easily uh, dip into that. I've also got a finance and accounting background. And so I could be a bookkeeper. Uh, I could do a lot of just ad hoc type projects like that as on a consulting basis to generate income. So, you know, for people listening to this, I'd say, if you're kind of thinking about how to get into this, the networking piece is going to be huge. And then obviously the capital piece is a component as well. So just take a look at yourself what you can do, even if it's walking dogs, babysitting, nannying, um, mm -hmm. mowing lawns, whatever it is, you, you've got to be able to do something that someone else could be paying you to do. And if you can start to do that and generate some income, that along with the networking piece, I think you're going to be sitting pretty good. Yeah. You know, I've never done it, but here's another thing that actually you and I would be uniquely suited for if we had to go back to zero and it ties right into the networking. Black V-neck models? Exactly. That's okay. what I was going to say. No, that <laughs> is not what I was going to say. You could pull yeah. it off. I can't. Um, I have a face for the radio. The um, the thing that we would do, we could we could start wholesaling pretty easily, right? Like we already have the relationships uh, with potential buyers. We already know how to go out there and source deals. And so we could go do that and wholesale pretty pretty easily. But probably before that is we would probably just start working on trying to churn up off-market deals and then going to our, our relationships and saying, who would like to work on this with us? Because every deal, like every opportunity needs the deal and it needs the capital just because we don't have the capital anymore. We have the deal, we have the education. That's two thirds of the equation right there. So, you know, we, we'd probably get out there and use our, our skill set to generate some income so we can live and eat and do those things. And then simultaneously try to get back into the real estate game because, you know, can't go wrong with real estate long term. I'm not sure how we got reset back to zero in this mythical example, but it's not it's probably not because real estate just disappeared off the face of the earth. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I think it's a good kind of mental exercise to go through because it is kind of interesting to just kind of think back and be like, what would I have done differently if I already mm -hmm. knew all the things? Uh, but I think the big thing is that um, you know the 
just figuring out what you have, what kind of skills that you yeah. have that people will pay for. And Anthony mentioned another one there. If we have the ability to go find deals, that's kind of why I mentioned the networking piece before. Yeah. A good deal is extremely valuable. So whether oh, yeah. you have partners come in and you stay in the deal uh, to help facilitate something there, or you wholesale it, like Anthony just mentioned, like a good deal is extremely valuable. So that might be some low hanging fruit. If you are looking to get into the real estate space, that'll get you some traction with the brokers, get you in the mix with everybody. And even if you can't personally take down a deal yourself yet, that could at least get you in the rooms with the people and get you, uh, get you around the, uh, the movers and shakers. Mm -hmm. And that's probably the thing to be thinking about right now. If you're new and starting out and you kind of want to follow in our footsteps and do similar stuff that we're doing is like, you maybe don't have the capital. Maybe you don't even have the education yet. You should be working on that part because there's free education everywhere. You should be sharpening your blade, but go out there and find the deal and then call up guys like us and be like, Hey, I have a deal. <laughs> we will treat you very well if you bring us a good deal. So don't worry about the money. We'll take care of that. hundred <laughs> percent. All right. So that is what we would do if we got set back to zero. I'm curious for you guys and gals listening at home. If wherever you are in your life, maybe you're a doctor, a lawyer, you're doing pretty well. What would you do if it all went away tomorrow? Where would you start? What would you do next? Go to the, go leave us a review on iTunes and drop that in there. Let us know where, what would be your next play? I just, I want some, I, I want more information in case, you know, things go south. He wants more. <laughs> want more. All right, guys, we will see you in the next one. Goodbye. Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Multifamily Investing Made Simple. If you enjoyed the show, could you do us a massive favor? Head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. Your feedback, it means the world to us as it helps us grow and spread the word about multifamily investing. And don't forget, sharing is caring. So fire this episode over to any friends or family who you think could benefit from learning all about multifamily investing. Thanks, guys. We appreciate every single one of you, and we'll see you on the next show.